RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. It is a Thursday night live stream. Excited to be back. Looking forward to connecting and finding out what you guys have been keeping your eyes on. And I think one of the more important subject matters of the day happens to circle around the whole website outage that took place this afternoon and how uh, and when you dive a lot deeper into it, there's more to the story than what we're being told. There's no official word as to why other than just some type of uh, issue that was fixed. But yet all of this, in my opinion, is a test run for something possibly a lot worse. So we're going to dive into that. And also, there's a lot of other stories you guys want to touch on. Feel free to chime in and let me know. And uh, welcome to the live stream. My name is Mike, the host, and I'm looking forward to connecting. For any new viewers out there or anybody just want to give a quick want to get a get, get a quick shout out, uh, let me know where you're watching from in the chat. And I'll definitely love to acknowledge your presence. Have about, you know, two or three, four articles here. Kind of light tonight as far as just what I want to focus on, because I had to dig a little bit deeper to get some more information a- into the cyber pandemic which Claw Swab has been very vocal on and how they're talking about the need to introduce digital antibodies into the system, mimicking the whole virus and the vaccine stuff. So, yeah, it's going to get kind of grimy, people. But anyway, we're going to talk about it. Looking forward to hearing from you guys. So let me dive in via the chat real quick, acknowledge a couple people, do a little maintenance on my side, and then we'll jump right in. Uh, with no delay. So we got uh, Barlight Broker in the building. We got Gene. We got Elias Jones says, I planted two apple trees in some very marginal abandoned lots that are uh, otherwise overgrown with weeds. One of them is producing apples. Really? That's that's real. <laughs> that's real right there. Uh, we got uh, an alternative checking in. We got Bitcoin Phoenix from Pennsylvania in the building. So I wonder why is it Bitcoin Phoenix? Is that Anything okay with well, Phoenix the bird? Okay, all right. I see. I see what you're getting with that one. We got the Mrs. checking in from Mackinac Bridge here. Okay, up north. We got Chris checking in. We got uh, D3W. What else we got here? James checking in. Midnight Green from Philadelphia. Uh, Kenneth Gibson checking in. Okay, we got uh, Ravender. We got Runs with Truth. We got Daryl checking in from Bloomington, Indiana. Faith Parent El Monte. Ed, Mister Nitty. Okay, fair amount of people here, man. And as always, there's more stories developing right now than I'm probably even aware of. So feel free to chime in in the chat, throw a story out there, throw a link to an article. If I can grab it, I will. And I uh, definitely want to try to make sure we cover as much territory as possible as we move forward. Uh, let me see here. We got uh, Born, Gear- Born Gearhead from uh, Madtown, okay, Wisconsin checking in. We got Miles Miles. We got uh, Nasara Jasara checking in. Okay, appreciate you, appreciate you. All right, so let me do a little home, little maintenance on my side. We're going to jump right in. Curious to get your thoughts and then also share with you uh, the alternative spin on today's uh, website outages and then just open up and see what's going on. All right, let me get my screen right here. All right, for those who are new to the channel, make sure you check out RethinkingTheDollar.com where everything you need to know is going to be posted from gold, silver, crypto, you name it. And it looks like, based upon a lot of articles, uh, inflation or asset price increases is a primary topic today. So we got a primary for inflation. We got 70% of voters say that they are concerned about inflation. We got Unilever gives a uh, preview of worsening inflation pinch. So inflation, inflation, inflation. (laughs) <laughs> is the narrative we're being told. All right, so once again, go down to the very bottom, five steps unplugged from the matrix. First one is a dollar IQ quiz, 10 quick questions to see where you stand. If you fail, you need to move forward. If you don't fail, that means you're probably aware and awakened about some things and you're doing well as far as realizing the importance of getting your weight up. And that's what she wrote. And then also to stay connected with Rethinking a Dollar, feel free to scroll down below. All the social media tabs below has everywhere you can find us. And it's very important to be connected on multiple sources if you want to stay in contact with your favorite creators throughout this whole transition, because there will be a nitpicking amongst uh, uh, platforms as to what can and not be what can and cannot be said, because they're using the label of misinformation as the way into the free speech category and conversation of how they need to curtail that. So they're going to use the words mis they're going to use the word misinformation in reference to alternative narratives to what they want to push out there and then they're going to find a way with that to create some type of loophole to infringe on our free speech therefore when that happens all your favorite uh centralized sites will be taken down for for sure and possibly even the uh, alternatives one so check that out if you guys are interested so 
All right, let me dive right in, man. I want to jump right in and uh, delay no more. Let me see who else checking in. Let me know where, where you're watching from, if any anybody new jumped in. And also, while you guys are here, hit the thumbs up button. I promise it'll be, I promise it'll be worth your time. Um, so Bradley Broker says, can we do a show on 9-11? Um, yeah, what day is that? I'm not even sure. Let me find out what day that falls on. 9-11 falls on a Saturday. Uh, Bradley Broker, remind me in a Discord, and I'll make sure to make a note of that. And we can definitely get something. And actually, what we can do is we can do a community uh, hangout where I send an invitation link out to everybody. And you guys can join me on screen because it's been, you know, several months since I've done one of those. So uh, F home 2C says miss <laughs> miss info inflation. <laughs> That's a good one, man. OK, let me jump right in and stop the land. Let me go ahead and jump into some important stuff. And so. Uh, isn't it very interesting how was it two nights ago? I think it was on Monday. Let me check and make sure I think it was Monday. I talked about the whole issue of the Internet being the focal point for this cyber experience and that we can expect any we can expect some type of event relatively soon between now and this fall, in my opinion. And then, of course, 40, 72 hours later, we have an outage of the internet where approximately up to 32,000, 33,000 websites of all kinds, banks, big tech, even some game platforms went down. And as of now, there's been no official narrative as to how that happened. Other than the fact there being one centrally controlled source that all of those websites eventually flow through uh, as just a part of the whole internet service of having things routed through the DNS, uh, the edge DNS. So I'm doing some education on my side, trying to better understand what that's all about. But isn't it interesting how all of our lives in many facets is usually centrally narrowed down towards one, one, one ex entrance as well as one exit. And what I mean for the far as the internet is concerned, when you have all these websites, as well as the whole chain of other things that they're filtered through to get to you and I that anywhere in between there can be a disconnect, which could literally change our lives in its entirety because everything we do connects through either an app or phone or something. And today was a possible test run into how things will operate on their side. Mind you, they are in control of all this because we are using what has been positioned in front of us as a tool but they are the owners of all this. So, and of course, if we could talk about the whole the Pegasus uh, ransomware, that is going to be another issue as well. So between your Android and your iPhone, which are the two primary operating systems that we use, of course, there's other other things. I just recently decided to you know do something a little different on mine as well. Got a whole new phone, and so I'm sitting on several phones back here, of which <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm ranting a little bit. But one of the things that I realized it never really got came to the day of light was the the blockchain based encryption phones and i would assume a lot of this a lot of this has to do with the fact that if they if they allowed the blockchain encrypted phones from end from 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 start to finish to come about and people got away from the centrally controlled android I, iphone operating systems in, in its entirety it'll be difficult possibly to run a pegasus software ransom attack on an entirely new different blockchain based thing possibly and then also, if we have options other than, you know, uh, was it uh, Microsoft and Linux and Ubuntu and all of the other ones, if we had more options. We wouldn't be so centered and dependent upon single sources that are single points of failure, such as this whole uh, service that went down today. But I'm ranting too much. But anyway, uh, let's get right to it. So here is the article that caught my attention literally this afternoon. And this came off of, of uh, Zero Hedge. And it said, after a massive web outage, Akamea implements fix says not a cyber attack. And so what caught my attention was how within 11 o'clock was the first outage, apparently uh, all, all the way up until a couple hours thereafter, we got up to 33,000 or so. And as I was just watching this unfold, I got a chance to see a lot of people commenting. So Twitter with Twitter was blowing up. I saw a lot of people in discord sharing stuff. And you see all the major services that went down. So we have Fidelity Investments. So within that time frame there, if anybody was trying to conduct some business and say if you had a, a pressing emergency or something where you needed access to your funds and you were a part of one of these uh, businesses here, you were literally denied access to your funds. And this piggybacks on what I mentioned on Monday as to how ultimately 
all of this is happening. All this is happening is a test run on their end to see what, how, when, where they're going to orchestrate what they're going to do in regards to needing to either bring down a system or just literally deny you access to your funds through these apps because more majority of people do all of their financial matters through an app or through some type of online service. And most likely there will be no access to use those same services if you were to be able to go to the actual banks themselves. So therefore you are literally cut off from your funds. So we got Airbnb was down. We got uh, we got USA, US today, we got Southwest Ghost, Costco, Call of Duty was down. So PNC was down, all these other companies was down. And from that, what came to mind is that literally it, it, it is becoming more and more obvious how when stuff hits the fan, if it hits the fan down the line, how it's just as simple as can be, you'll just be denied service in reference to not being able to connect via typing in www.whatever. And that's your disconnection from everything. That's our disconnection for everything that we say is ours. The, the instantaneous real-time world access to whatever you want to do, swipe it a card, log in, transfer funds, pay a bill, gone. That's how simple it is. And it all has to do with just these intermediary services uh, that at the end of the day, the cyber polygon event gives more detail as to what they're going to do as well. So let me get into that. And so one thing that caught my attention was this uh, article that, let me get it up on the screen here, that uh, shines a lot of interesting nuggets into uh, what's going on. And so this article here says, a tiny taste of what a cyber pandemic could look like, big tech, banks, media, and airline websites go down. So this was uh, written as of today, and it shows a little visual aid of some activity around the internet. And then... Uh, it piggybacks on the fact that it's not even been two weeks since the cyber polygon event, or it's been roughly two weeks since the cyber polygon event took place. And that was an exercise practicing how they would respond if there was some type of event that posed the risk of being a systemic event that was starting to spread in the system. And what they're using is the, uh, the lingo of this current health situation talking about a computer virus so they're basically doing run an exercise for the threat of a computer virus that will completely wipe out and infuse itself within an entire worldwide web is how they're positioning this exercise and some of the things that really stood out uh in this article here it all it gave more you know places that were impacted gave a lot more but it piggybacked on what claw swab has been pointing out for quite some time and they threw out the word uh, digital antibodies. And this is all in reference to uh, the video, which I'll actually play it for a quick minute. But this was the video. I'll click on this so you guys can actually see it. And of course, I'm assuming a lot of people might have seen it or maybe you haven't. But I'll play it for a quick minute. I'll thumb through it briefly. But it talks about uh, basically a cyber attack. And this is it's unlisted. So this is from January 18th. And it has 123,000 views. And this is what it is here. I'll, I'll play it for a quick minute and then we'll talk more because I think it's key to understand what they have already planned to get a better understanding of what happened today, I think. I'll play this real quick. Let me know what you guys think. He's shown us how vulnerable we are to biological threats. In the digital world, similar risks are being overlooked right now. A cyber attack with COVID-like characteristics would spread faster and further than any biological virus. Its reproductive rate would be around 10 times greater than what we've experienced with the coronavirus. To give you an idea, one of the fastest worms in history, the 2003 Slammer Sapphire Worm, doubled in size approximately every 8.5 seconds, infecting over 75,000 devices in 10 minutes and almost 11 million devices in 24 hours. Fortunately, at least until now, Cyber attacks have not impacted our health the way pandemics have, but the economic damages and therefore the impact they have had on our daily lives have been equal and sometimes even greater. You see, the only way to stop the exponential propagation of a COVID-like cyber threat is to fully disconnect the millions of vulnerable devices from one another and from the internet. All of this in a matter of days. A single day without the internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion US dollars and that's before considering the economic and societal damages should these devices be linked to essential services such as transport or healthcare. 
As the digital realm increasingly merges with our physical world, the ripple effects of cyber attacks on our safety just keep on expanding at a faster pace than what we're preparing for. COVID-19 was known as an anticipated risk. So is the digital equivalent. Let's be better prepared for that one. The time is now. All right. So, wow. Within that is a game plan as to what's going on. Did you see the merger of the actual physical COVID virus? And as he said, the merger of our digital world comes together and and it overlapped. First thing came to my mind was connected to the cloud, transhumanism, the merger of tech and body together, instantly connected via 5G towers to some mainframe server. And their goal is to make sure that runs smoothly with these little bit of test runs here. But another thing you mentioned in there was the fact that the best way and the only way to prevent this is to disconnect devices from the internet in real world time instantaneously, like to make sure everybody's disconnected. How do you disconnect every device? That means our cell phones. That means our computers. Some people's cars are correct connected to it. How do you do that? Literally, a DNS attack. You just literally deny them access to that web, to that servers, to where when they go to log in to anything, you get error, failure, error, error right away. You are not able to actually get into the, get onto the internet. And so these are to me just little bit of clues of things that they are trying to work on to basically use as a cover up for their desire to transition the monetary system and get a double bonus by incorporating humanity into the system down the line because their solution to their problem will definitely as it showed that image there of them merging humans and it said as our human as our world becomes more interconnected like that right there is very spooky because they literally mean that you know what i'm saying so anyway but anyway let's keep it moving and so here's just a little something here's another article here that I, uh from the same person that uh, talked about this directly after it was finished. It says, Cyber Polygon furthers great reset agenda of centralized power and surveillance. And it gives some insights as to what actually happened there. And here are some of the takeaways from that event. And it says, A, this is a quote, quoting the people inside the video. It says, a desire to immunize the internet with digital antibodies to protect society from cyber attacks and misinformation by exploiting ransomware attacks and a public health crisis to justify the centralization of power and control. This is what he's taking away from it. It says a demonization of cryptocurrencies uh, in favor of central bank digital currencies where all transactions are recorded on a centralized ledger and have the ability to grant permissions on purchases with further uh, consolidates uh, power. A closer merger of corporation and state at the solution to any given crisis, be it cybersecurity, climate change, COVID-19, without ever being put to a vote by the will of the people. And so that was a little summary that was gathered out of there. But another thing that stood out is the fact that it said that if the Internet was to go down for just a day, according to the video, we just watched a single day with the Internet would without the Internet would cost our economies more than 50 billion dollars. $50 billion. That is a lot of funds that would go uh, unmade, unrealized, you name it. And then it'll be very selective as they probably cut things back on who can and can't access their funds. And it's good to say the people that they will not allow on will be the actual savers and depositors, the pensioners, the retirement funds, all those financial products. Those will probably be the last person that will get access to their accounts because if there was any type of event, it's good to say Google's not going down. If it did, it's going down temporarily. All the big tech companies that are involved in this, if they were to go down to make it look like it was a systemic event that happened to all websites, and all companies, you better believe the big boys that are playing this game, they're going to be back on instantaneously or they may not have ever actually gone down. But you better believe the financial institutions, the banks and all those promises to pay those companies might might you know t- might take some time to get them back on. So, but anyway, that's what's happening to me. I thought we'd just share this, share my two cents on this. Let me know what you guys think. Is this just you know a, a flyby run, a, a complete error, or is this something that literally was a, a a real world exercise, as a cyber polygon mentioned that they're uh, running right now, and we're going to expect more of these DNSs failures down the line up until some type of a big event. I am curious just to hear what you guys have to say. So let's talk real quick. Give me, let's open up the phone lines. 
I am curious to hear what you guys think. I uh, yeah, I got some more thoughts I can share, but I want to don't want to hog the mic. Let me know what you guys think. Let's talk this thing through. And then also just more news on uh, the current uh, health situation that they're throwing at us. It just uh, the, uh, the the intensity of things are, are really ramping up. But I'll, I'll save that thought. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, how you doing? It's totally not the New York Redneck. Hey there, my man. How you doing? <laughs> Good. How you doing? Doing well. So What's I was just mind? thinking this uh, cyber polygon thing. Besides yeah. that, did you guys happen to check out on July 14th, Department of Homeland Security ran a big drill for uh, government agencies, uh, local police, and National Guard to lock uh, off. Um, I think the exact quote was large swaths of unvaccinated rural populations. Mm, okay, so yeah, I mean, I saw I got your message earlier. Let me pull that up. So, is there? Let me see here. That is, let me see. I typed that in. Oh, I, I was totally kicked off Instagram today, so it might not be there. Oh, really? <laughs> you got kicked off for real? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a wise guy. So now <laughs> I'm the new New York redneck. <laughs> uh, let me see here. I see something. Just I typed in those that that little bit of it. I put DHS July 14th, and so it says here Homeland Security put something up. Says United States government. Launches first one-stop ransom resource at stopransom.gov. So this was popped up from DHS, but uh, I can dive in further now. But share a little bit as to what you're referring to, my man. Uh, yeah, that's all I know so far. It was that uh, the Department of Homeland Security was going through uh, one of their subsidiary groups mm -hmm. and just training a whole bunch of uh, different agencies and local authorities to lock mm -hmm. down, according to them, yeah, large swaths of unvaccinated rural populations. Yeah, which not, if yeah. I'm in a rural population, I think that could be pretty good. You know, you yeah. just relax and not work anymore and just warm the <laughs> Yeah. Now, here's the question: Is how if that was a case, if that if that did come about, then how exactly would they go about doing that with those agencies? Assuming they got to put some boots out in the streets, because other than telling people, like in Australia, they're telling people to to stay at home and not to speak with your neighbors and stuff like that. You can say that, uh, but how, how do you enforce that? You know what yeah, I'm saying? No, That's another it's, issue. It's real simple. I've actually witnessed it firsthand during the uh, first lockdown. What was that? They just, uh, they, they hit bottlenecks. That's it. They just put up roadblocks at bottlenecks and have the, the chase vehicles further down and, and secondary roadblocks. Mm. And uh, if you try to punch through, they're going to get you at the next one. Mm, okay that's I, I didn't i wasn't familiar with that one so that is a, a definitely a way to be in the streets with that so uh yeah so once again anything's on the table now who knows but i hope that's not the case i hope i hope that's you know i hope that's not the case but hey if it is then we were told ahead of time man yeah i hope it's not the case too anyway you have a lovely night appreciate guys. you my man thanks for checking in with me ciao man yeah yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay, phone lines are open. Give me a call. Let's talk. Uh, yeah, at this current moment, anything is possible. They're going to throw the kitchen sink plus some um, to execute this plan. And then just to show you how <sighs> scripted everything is, something I want to share with you. Let me go ahead and take this call real quick. Uh, let me fix this. Let me get this. Uh, all right, keep the calls one at, one at a time. <laughs> uh, hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, Mike, this is uh, Casey calling from Fort Worth, Texas. Casey, how you doing, my man? Give me a quick thought. What's in your mind? Good, good. Hey, uh, I've been uh, watching your show the last two nights, and I just kind of wanted to piggyback on what you guys have been talking about, Alex Jones. He sure. is not to be trusted or respected the same way we don't trust or respect someone like Chris Cuomo or Rachel Maddow. Yeah. Um, he works for a private company, private CIA-like company called Stratford. It opened up in 96, and that's when when uh, Alex began his career and mm -hmm. William Cooper exposed him in 2000 because when the Y2K bug went around, mm -hmm. he said that Russia had invaded all these Europe, Eastern European countries. There's 200,000 Russian troops across Europe, mm -hmm. thousands dead. Then he basically said there's a cyber polygon event going on in, uh, in mm. on wall street and all that stuff. And yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't expose a lot of stuff what Israel does. And he, he, uh, he, he's not to be trusted. And anyways, yeah. I've been watching. I was watching last two nights. And I just kind of want to touch up on that. Yeah. Well, hey, I appreciate your insights, man. That's why it's people show everybody a title to opinion and share it. And so, hey, you let out there. Thank you for sharing that. No problem. Be good. Thanks.
Yeah, so that's one thing. So I, I had a chance to check some of the comments from the last couple of nights. And so <laughs> everybody has an opinion uh, about uh, Mr. Jones and whether or not he's a part of the problem or he's uh, shining light on the problem. So, yeah, that's one of the things I just look at it as he's an individual that clearly is very animated and shows passion towards what he preaches and what he speaks about. And a lot of his stuff he talks about happens to expose or shine light on evil. So I look at it as he's a gentleman who, of course, has a business in relation to him uh, having a platform where he shares information. Of course, he has to pay the bill. So uh, I imagine sometimes or at some point he's probably had you know some moments of compromising himself. Who knows? But at the end of the day, I think he's informed more individuals than he's led astray. So I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say, you know, he means well. But of course, in this world, you know, you can tell you can't really tell much because at this moment, anything is possible. I was like, you can't really trust trust nobody in the flesh because everybody can fall short and everybody's capable of sin. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? You know who it is, Mike? Low blood pressure. L.B. Pizzo. What's up, man? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, Mike. Life's never been better in all this chaos. <laughs> That's good, man. Check it. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, the more the shittier it gets, the better my life gets. Oh, my God. Look, look, Mike. Yeah. Okay, we, we got Georgia Guidestones, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They want to destroy humanity. They want everybody dead, right? Yeah. Why are they pushing this jab to help everybody if it's going to cure everybody and prevent everybody from getting sick? Why are they pushing this jab? Uh, I, 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 I assume we know the answer because the jab is the way in which they'll get that goal accomplished, <laughs> but they got to yeah, sell it. it Mike. <laughs> Mike, there's, there's people so dumb around me. Like uh, there was a gentleman, he was like, eh, the, that thing is the jab is going to hurt everybody. And then the other day I talked to him, he said he took the second jab and he didn't bed sick. He'd been <laughs> sick for about a week already, but you know, not severely. Yeah. But he's been in his bed sick, man. That's uh, unfortunate. So, And that's the thing. I've heard a lot of people who, either young and old, that immediately following the next few days, some people next few weeks, some people have not recovered you know, effectively. But it's, 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 a, it's a give or take, man. It's like you're tossing a coin as to how you'll respond initially. Now, if you're able to, 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 to handle this initially, that's all fine and good. But nobody who's taken this stuff has even thought about what's going to happen long term like and so most people are not experiencing difficulty now or experiencing difficulty now they ain't thinking about next year next whatever two three four five years if we get to that point so it's unfortunate that they've literally bought into the idea that we can get back to normal if you play your part and of course you got politicians out there saying the same thing it's only natural to believe it but yet uh, that's that's how they do what they do, man. I, I can't even speak. I know I know a lot of a lot of people, a lot of people near and close to me, even though they I preached from the high mountains, they've done what they've done. I, you know, hey, love them, love them still. I'm gonna love them to the end. So, it is what it is. Well, the the end will be probably in a couple weeks. Mike. I hope not. I hope not. The way I hope not. Going. I hope not. But I, and a lot of people, are like you know, relatively close to who haven't participated, I've let them know that hey, man, like you know, this individual, that individual. Love on them, man. Love on them as much as you can because we don't know. They put their life into their own hands and to the hands of the people who made that stuff. And it's up and it's, it's a gamble. So love them as best you can. Pray for them. And of course, through divine power, of course, God is able to overturn some things. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I'll I'll yeah. I'll lean on that and let the Lord do what he do. But he already knew who was going to, who wasn't, and the outcome of everybody's destination. So hey, yeah. I leave it I leave it in his hands, what? man. One quick last thought, I'll get off. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Did you see Fauci uh, 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 ran uh, Senator Paul destroying Fauci back and <sighs> forth? It's been on the, uh, uh, on the YouTube. Yeah, man, I saw that, man. But once again, that's you know, Paul always plays hardball. But yet, Paul, I was watching another alternative video. And Paul, who, you know, the media was spinning like, you know, we, Paul, Paul attacks Fauci, calls him this, calls him that, exposing him, da, 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 whatever. And, he, and then something about he'll only just tell you what everybody in alternative media already know, but he'll never go further to take action, like to throw something out there to really remove this guy and expose him, jail time, or whatever. none of that's going to happen. And then the guy followed up by saying, 
But if you click on Rand Paul's link, it says, please donate to my campaign. Like, <laughs> so he's like, these people are, they play hardball, they talk good, but then you click on that link, it says, donate to my campaign because they're concerned with next the next year. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to talk good. He's going to talk good because he want to get definitely get Trump supporters to vote for him, keep him in there because he's a lifelong politician. So I don't, I don't mess with him either, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right man. Thanks, Appreciate thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Right. Oh man, good stuff. And I stay, man, until I until I see action that actually moves the needle, I ain't falling for that hype. Chris, appreciate your love, man. It said, Mike, what's the chance we will go into full lockdown again come this fall? Uh, great question. My personal opinion is that uh, it'll be state by state, and of course, I think it's going to be that. It's going to be the, the the feud in D.C. as to how to how to take it up to that next notch, because you're going to have a lot of the, the Florida's, the Texas, the Oklahoma's, Mississippi's and all, and all the heavily Republican states. They're not going to be willing to shut down again because they're going to literally say we can't afford it. Like we have to figure out how to live with whatever it is that we're experiencing or not. But we can't afford to shut it down. But states like New York, Cali, Michigan. As soon as they put that word out there, you better believe within that same day, we're going to have a press conference from the governor saying we're shutting it down. We got to dial back. We tried. We gave it our best. But it's those people who are not participating. You know how they're going to do it. So they need that narrative of it's those people, those people, the bad people who rather who prefer health and wellness and just relying upon their God given immune system rather than the people who just buy into everything they're told. So that's kind of my, 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 my anticip- what I'm anticipating this fall, this winter, when we're going to have a flu season this year. Better believe me, we're going to have one. But yet, we had one last year, but yet, of course, it was disguised as, disguised as cases and all lumped under COVID. But this year, the flu season will hit, and it's going to hit for real. And I think it's going to impact those who have participated more severely than those who haven't. It'll appear as a normal cold and cough. But even in everyday life now, if people get a runny nose, people get a sore throat, people get a headache, they'd be like, man, should I go get tested? And I'm thinking like, you know, what the hell are you getting tested for? Like, you know, why? I, 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 don't, I don't understand it, but yeah, it is what it is. And to, to piggyback on our same thought, Chris, appreciate you. Here's something that I put in the Discord earlier as, as to what we possibly can expect. And so this is something I grabbed off the internet, which we'll see if it plans out. But uh i'll zoom in here is a list of all the names of possible variants and somebody in the chat mentioned that these are all of course greek the greek greek alphabet here but then we have the uh sororities and fraternity names (laughs) so we got and these are dates here so i don't know if this is legit or not it just was caught my eye because if we see the uh was that epsilon epsilon variant the zeta variant the etavator theta the iota the kappa the lambda, the mu, the nu, the ski, the omiron, the pi, the rho. So we start seeing all these variants. Of course, there's dates here. And so here's the thing. I actually saw I actually saw an article or a tweet or something where there was a, a variant. What was it called? Gamma? The gamma variant. Where is it? It's gamma on here. I don't see gamma. But it was the gamma variant in some place in Africa that I saw. I'm not sure how, if it was old or new, but so we got the delta right now. And epsilon might be next and zeta. And it says June, July, August, September. So it, it looks more like a joke, a joke. But, you know, it's just it was entertaining. It caught my eye. So I thought I would share it with you guys. Anyway, let's keep moving, man. Phone lines are open. Let's talk. Uh, let me see here. Crypto King. I saw something about interviewing Richard Hart. I saw that earlier. Um, I have not really interviewed any crypto people directly. The only person I talked to crypto wise is Reggie Middleton. And so I, you know, most of the community is not necessarily, you know, if it was a, if it was more 50, 50 crypto precious metals and sure, but I think more people is more 70, 525. And so, you know, people are interested in hex and the post chain and, and things like that. They, of course they know where to go to get information. So we'll keep that at that way for now. Hello, caller. What's name we calling from? Yeah, Mike, Steve, FEMA Region 9. Steve, what's going on, my man? How you doing? Hey, not much, not much. Hey, I'm just calling to see what's going on with uh, China buying up farmland. I mean, I knew about Bill Gates, but 
I didn't know that China was buying up the farmland also. Yeah, so I, I mentioned that last night, and it doesn't surprise me, but what does surprise me is that it made a major news syndicate headline. That's what surprises me, because China's are, China, yeah. they, they've been buying up America well before now, but it never made headline news, so why now? And so I think that's another way of yeah. trying to distract us and just give us something to talk about, but China owns, hell, half of Detroit probably, I'm sure, in the manufacturing sector especially <laughs> so I, I don't know what's up with that I'd imagine if that is true they're finally letting us know because I'm sure they already own a good portion of the farmland along with Bill Gates so they might be the two biggest landowners next to the government and I think it has a lot to do with their desire to eventually use that for crop create or for agriculture for themselves to, because I'd imagine their land has to be tapped out like they you know their land is polluted polluted to the wazoo so they buying up everything down in South America as far as agriculture, and they probably want to create a mecca for their own products here to ship back home, and we owe them trillions upon trillions, <laughs> so what better way to repay them than letting them have their way, which I think Biden is doing, or going to do, rather. So, uh, I'm not surprised, but like that. Yeah. Hey, hey, Mike, got a question for you. Yes, sir. Now, uh, con concerning the two witnesses in uh, uh, Revelation chapter 11 there, mm -hmm. um, now they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go around doing their business for their three and a half years until they're finished with their mission, mm -hmm. and then uh, and then the antichrist is going to be allowed mm -hmm. uh, to to go ahead and kill them. Yeah, and and their and their bodies are gonna lay in the streets of, of uh, was it is it Jerusalem or I think it's where, Jerusalem, but it's in Israel. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, and then after and then after three three and a half days or three days mm -hmm. that basically God's gonna basically stand them up on their feet and dust them off <laughs> and and here's the kicker we we talk about those sixty six books uh -huh. so, so, so I guess I'll talk I, I guess I'll ask this we talk about those sixty six books mm -hmm. and how integrated it is how reliable it is how did God well not how did God but how did those people, whoever wrote it, mm -hmm. how did they know about TV? How did they know about FedEx, DHL, UPS? Mm -hmm. uh, because it, right after they're, they're brought up, basically, uh, uh, this is going to be, it's going to be seen worldwide, not just in Israel. It's mm -hmm. going to be seen worldwide, which I'm sure John, when he wrote the book, yeah. didn't know what it was. But we know they're talking about t television. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all, all, uh, all, yeah, if you if you read it there right after they're right after they're brought up, yeah, uh, or re resurrected, uh -huh. it talks about that the whole world is going to see it. Yeah, but we know we know that today as being TV, and then on top of that, if if you continue to read there, it talks about uh, uh, that people around the world are going to be sending gifts to each other around the world mm -hmm. celebrating <laughs> celebrating uh the, the death yeah of, of these guys yeah uh, so, ah. so, so so yeah i know so <laughs> so how did somebody knew something yeah and that's what i mean about the re re reliability of those 66 books uh if, if i had to go if i had to go steve yeah a hundred percent out of a hundred percent how much do you believe that bible I oh. say one thousand. Oh yeah. Without hesitation, I say one thousand, and I, I got to roll with that. Yeah. It, it, there's just too much information in it. Yeah. To, it, to, to leave it. Yeah, I agree. Leave man. it to chance. Yeah, I, I agree 100. percent And so I, I think it definitely acquires a revelation to have your eyes open to be able to discern that because not every because it's we we all got access to the same book but not everybody sees it that way why is that and that's because some people's eyes have been open to discern that while others have been left closed or they deliberately closed it because of the hardening of their hearts so uh and that's the whole concept concept of faith it just seems so obvious based upon all the information and the evidence is in this historical documentation here that should spark um, a strong curiosity to 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 want to dig in more, and then once again, there's nothing that can dispute this stuff. So it's like it's factual in nature, and of course, you got the naysayers out there. But biblical scholars have done a great job of validating this. To where I'm thinking, like, hey, 
I'm just going to dive in just because it's been it's been here before me. It's going to be here after me. Let me go ahead and see what this is about because it's older than me. It's greater than me. It's bigger than me. And let me ride with that. But that's just me. But, you know, I, but I see I kind of understand no, how people can see no, different. So, No, you're right. You're, you're, you're right about that because obviously they're talking about television there. Yeah. And obviously they're talking about FedEx, DHL. You know, I'm, I'm just <laughs> Hey, but, but, that, but, but you know what I'm talking Yeah. yeah just, just, to send gifts around the world. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. hey, it is what they, it is, man. We, that, we, we'll that book see. Is good. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> All right. Take care. Now. Be good. Yeah. Uh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Very good stuff. Man, and I like, uh, I like the fact that, as I always mention, more people are interested, willing, and wanting to call in and share their faith, share their testimony. Feel free to do so. Keep it short if you can so we can get more people in. And this is how you encourage one another. You know, we are the church. Literally, we are the church. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Ed. How's it going, Mike? I'm doing good, my man. How you doing? What's on your mind tonight? A couple different points. The first thing, you know, about the Bible, there's been no other book that's been, you know, collected that long. Been in, you know, in, in the, you know, that it's been around that long, first of all. It's on one other book that's even close, yeah. and, you know, by thousands of years. Yeah. And... You know, when they found the Dead Sea Scrolls, it was copied almost, you know, word for word. I mean, it's proven beyond a doubt that this thing was brought down. And we have to believe that the people in, you know, 300 AD, you know, that decided what books were going in and what was going out, that they were led by God, just like these people were hearing from God when they wrote the Bible. Yeah. I mean, if we don't believe that, we're, we're not walking on our faith, yeah. you know, we're not walking in <laughs> <our> faith. Right. <laughs> and, you know, one other thing, man, I think you're a little bit hard on, on some people. Uh, you know, I got to call you out on it. Rand Paul's a, a lifetime politician. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Yeah, go ahead. No, he's not. No, he's not. He was a doctor. Yeah. So he's yeah. 47 years yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. So he's 47. You're not that old yet, Mike. So are you a lifetime politician because you, you might get into politics at 47? Hey, good point. Hey, I, 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 hey I, I stand corrected. <laughs> hey, I appreciate you for calling me out. Good. good hey, I'll I take that. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, and his and his dad was a doctor longer than that. Yeah. you know, and you kind of come down but on the falls a lot, but yeah, you know these guys they may not have all the information that they think they do. Yeah, and you know I don't really like people banging on Trump too. You know, uh, if he was if he was in on it, and mm -hmm. maybe the devil's got him in on it, and the devil's using him, mm -hmm. but man, they sure attacked that guy awfully hard and went after him with everything they had if he was on their team. Mm -hmm. You know, I think he might have said, hey. Uh, is a little too much you know don't oh, i'm gonna do your thing but yeah you know, back off on the heat yeah i think they went after him hard now the devil may use him but i think trump's heart's pure i think ron paul's heart's pure i think mm -hmm. Rand paul's heart's pure i think alex jones heart's pure i mean if we can't believe in anybody who can we believe i mean right. we can only believe in the lord for sure right but we gotta have faith in something right you know these guys protect jesus christ every one of them right donald trump did yeah. alex jones did the pauls do you know so I think we need to lighten up, and, hey, you know, I, hey. and, and, and you did give uh, Alex kind of his due tonight. Hey, but, I, I stand um, corrected. Kind of, I have no problem whatsoever lighting up, dialing back. And so as I as I stand corrected here, he's according to his little Wikipedia, he's uh, been in politics about 10 years or so. So. I can I can run with that, so I don't have a problem. He's not a lifelong politician. I, I apologize for lumping him in with all the other ones. So he's definitely not a forty year <laughs> Joe Biden, forty plus years Joe Biden, and Nancy Pelosi and all that type. So yeah, yeah, I cut us some slack. His dad were both doctors for a long time. So, but this, this, but just beyond that, you know, he, he's going hard. I think for the right team, and, and I think we need to appreciate the, the Pauls and the Alex Joneses and the Donald Trumps of the world because they are fighting for us. I yeah. believe. That's just my opinion. Appreciate you know, sometimes you'll take the truth of the Bible when you say that's just me. No, that's just the Lord. That's the truth. Yeah. So sometimes you don't have to say that's just me, brother. Just say that's the truth. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> All, All right, right my man. Appreciate you. you. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. Be good. All right. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah. Okay. And that's, and that's the great part about having a chance to have you guys call in, set me straight. I, Hey, I'm humble enough to say, Hey, I, I, I can ride with that. You know, I can dial back on those guys because they are fighting a fight. And the fact that they're putting out, uh, they're, they're calling out people for what they have done, what they're doing, such as Rand Paul, that interview he gave or that whole committee hearing thing, he went hard. Fauci definitely was unnerved or whatever. So I'll take it as he really probably struck a nerve. 
and that it was just not a, a show. But my goal is what can come from that? Like, you know, what can you do next, Paul? Hit, take it, take it to that next level. And of course, campaign is coming up. So it's like, OK, will he really will he be willing to risk his next term for fighting this fight, even though our country is at stake, the global economy is at stake? He has to know about the dollar. Why would he do something to talk about our currency as opposed to just keeping it on the surface? So those are things where, you know, I would want people to go harder. But I understand it is a business and da 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 da. So hello, hey, Carl. What's your name? We calling from? This is Pat. How you doing, Pat, Mike? Doing good, my man. How you doing? We'll see you mine tonight. Well, I thought I'd just do a real brief one for because you keep pushing us on through. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not going to divine anything for you. Mm -hmm. uh, I will tell you that um, God said be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Everything will work out to the best. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, brother, I've been in some combat zones and I've nearly choked that thing to death. Yeah. The next one is uh, do what do what you can. Mm -hmm. You have abilities. Yeah. Straighten out what you can, and what you can't straighten out, leave it up to God. Everything will work out to the best. Hey, hundred percent. Next one. The next one. God doesn't want you to be poor, mm -hmm. so don't walk through blind. Yeah. Educate yourself. Move forward, brother. Hey. And uh, be fruitful and and multiply. <laughs> hey, I dig that. What's the, what, what's the problem here? We got <laughs> one commandment. The number one commandment is what you've got to grab hold of and choke. Mm -hmm. And that says, I am a wrathful and vengeant God. Mm. You only put no other before me or beside me. Mm -hmm. And hey, other than that, you know, it's pretty simple as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Moving right along, guys. I'm going to let you have it. You have fun. Appreciate you, Matt. Thanks for calling, Pat. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, man. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. Um, All right, man. So here's another. I'm going to share a little article real quick before I forget. And I posted this to... I posted this as well, but Pfizer recalls an anti-smoking drug, Syntex, due to cancer-causing chemical. And I shared this with, with the same quotes or same thought of, you know, Pfizer is able to recall this current anti-smoking drug, but it's unfortunate that if there was some long-term side effects with their jab, they won't be able to recall the jab because once it's administered, that's all she wrote. And so, you know, we got stuff like this, like pharmaceutical companies, they're a business. They create products based upon <sighs> experimentation, ultimately, like they have to literally come up with different concoctions to supposedly uh, treat, never cure. Like I've never met a pharmaceutical company that can cure anything. They low key cover up, paper over, minimize something, but all along creating a whole nother issue of problems unrelated to what they're supposed to be working on. And so with that same thought in mind, you know, the obvious solution to a anything that was naturally created, we all know it wasn't. It's more enough evidence now let's know it wasn't created. I, I'm, I encourage everybody to go Google Dr. Dr. Martin. What is it? Dr. Martin. Dr. That's a David E. Martin. Dr. David E. Martin. And uh, of course, check in the Discord. I put all the videos there. And he gives us a full rundown as to how all the strands were patented and the code sequences were changed and uploaded and it's just, it gets real techy out there. But my point is, there's never like even Moderna, like Moderna, this is Moderna's first product, first product as a company. Like they're literally like not not even not they haven't been around that long. And here they are issuing jabs to the world. And they're this is their first product with no real concern on the long-term side effect because everybody who's in a right frame of mind know what's going on. Crazy, man. It is crazy. Anyways, keep it moving. Keep it moving. What do we got here? Doc Martin, Mike, Dr. Martin. Uh, is that Dr. Martin um, Solo? Is that, uh, what's his name? Uh, my man from uh, Prosperity, Peak Prosperity. Dr. Martin, that one there, you think he's talking about? Blunt News says, proof of work and the most hash power for security. Bitcoin is the only long play in the crypto space. 
Um, blunt news. Uh, and that's and so here's here's a here's a little thought I want to get your guys' thoughts on. And so now that Bitcoin has taken on a whole nother level of um, excitement for the institutions, and it has a lot to do with this ESG. Uh, this whole green push and all that stuff like that, where they're create, creating a whole new product line off of green energy and, and saving the planet and stuff like that. Climate change narrative. Does it bother anybody that they're now talking about clean bitcoins? Because think about this. If institutions continue to push that narrative, as well as eventually central banks start talking about clean bitcoins, what happened to all the non-clean? So right now, I think we're about 18 million mined or so with two, three million lost or whatever the number is. Whatever, what happens to the other 12, 13 uh, million originally minted Bitcoin? Will those be labeled dirty? Because they can tell the time frame as to when they were created. So my guess would be that at some point. When the CBDCs are out and they're ready to be administered and already in people's want every they going everybody everybody who's watching me will have a digital wallet from the Fed in your phone within the next year and a half. Now, do you think they're gonna allow you to have your decentralized wallet right next to the Fed wallet and let them wallets coexist in peace for the life of Bitcoin? I don't think so. So my suspicion would be that it's all fine good now because, I, like I've always said, they need Bitcoin to succeed so that they can further push all the cryptocurrency style narratives into their own projects. And then at that point, either regulation or some unforeseen vulnerability will be exposed because, once again, it's computer code created by man. And, of course, that man happens to be NSA who created that project and everything else. And so, yeah, I'm not going on a rabbit hole, but I just, I just, that's one thing that I still struggle with is where I see Bitcoin maximalist to the T where they're like, it's Bitcoin, nothing else. And if you don't have it, if you don't basically go sell out, you know, sell everything you got and buy it, you're going to miss out on the greatest wealth transfer of all time, of which I can probably buy into that up until a point. But then again, if this health situation and this COVID stuff continues to escalate, like it more than likely will, unless unless you're participating in that society as well, and you're marked, tagged, bagged, and tracked, you won't be able to enjoy those profits. So if you're underground, living in a gutter, but a billionaire because you got a lot of sats, we get to enjoy the profits as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you participate, the long-term health is probably going to be, you know, detrimental to your health if you don't participate you're going to be a criminal enemy to the state you won't be able to enjoy your life with all the freedoms you normally have so you won't really enjoy the profit so it's like you know said pick your pick your poison ultimately you know and that's doom and gloom i could be you know i, I pray to god i'm wrong but i like to be at least real, a little bit realistic so i'm gonna keep it moving but anyway the system is dead also uh yeah and that's where I, and so a part of me the technology is is useful blockchain technology is useful obviously because central banks you know they, they told us <laughs> on a uh i keep bringing up the economist cover they told us that, that we we're gonna have a new world currency you know because paper is gonna be burning and here we are paper is burning literally like right now they're stealing everything from us every stimulus check every stimulus credit all this stuff they create infrastructure spending bill spending american rescue plan america savior plan build back america plan that's they're stealing from us tomorrow and today so they're they're doing exactly what they said they were going to do. They're going to burn the currency to the oblivion and they're going to come up with their own solution. And I touched on a lot of that stuff last night as to what we can expect inside of the Federal Reserve white paper, which is coming. Just look at the CBDC paper from China and all their same parameters is going to be copied and pasted with some Fed stuff in it on this side. So that's what you should expect. But anyway, let's get ready to dial back, man. Uh, it's been great connect connecting tonight. That cover had a phoenix on it, just saying. Bitcoin phoenix, very true. <laughs> very, very true. Crypto just an app of blockchain. Uh, crypto just an app of blockchain. Yeah, and that's the that's the that's the the benefits of it is that it has a lot of potential. It's just unfortunate that that potential will never reach its full potential because of the enslavement of mankind and the fact that I think because of this health 
stuff that they're throwing out there. A lot of people may not be around to enjoy the fruits of that development, you know, unfortunately, but we will see. God forbid it does, but that's what it is. But anyway, people, let's get ready to dial back, man. I want to just uh, definitely end on some good news. Get on some good news. And uh, when Steve called in, he was mentioning some things from Revelations 11. And I wanted, I was actually reading some word as he was talking, but I wanted to piggyback on it, but I actually switched up words. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, let me see here. Give me, uh, let me, because this, this is what came to mind. Just in reference to how simple it is to believe. Let me find it real quick if I can. I may not be able to find it, but uh, let me see. Give me one second here. Talk amongst yourselves. Somebody come up with a topic in the chat real quick, and we can touch on that. Let me see if I can find it. And then I just want to, because it came to mind, and I, I came across this word the other day. So let me see if I can uh, find it real quick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. So here is uh, actually this is I think this is probably from this morning. Yeah. This was from this morning. The corner song. Neither there's always ever there is no other name of the heaven name whereby it must be said. Okay. So here is just a word I want to share. This came to my mind real quick. This is from Acts four. And um, verse 12, and I'll just, you know, good jump down to the part I wanted to touch on. But, you know, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved in reference to the name of Jesus. And so it says now when they say when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And behold, the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. And my whole point is there was no other name under heaven which man need to be saved other than the name of Jesus. That was my whole point. And so with that being the case, people, it's that it's, just, it's, it's extremely simple. It's it's kind of confusingly simple to where it's like. But I remember, you know, God referenced how, you know, he, he uses the simple things to, to basically confuse man because a lot of people get caught up in the complexity. It's just it has to be so grander, it has to be so explicit and so so over the top in order for it to really be that major of an idea. But it's like, no, it's just that simple. Just, you know, believe, <laughs> just believe, just through mere faith in the name of Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. And of course, the confession part. And then, of course, the actual following that up by converting and turning over your life to Christ and letting your fruit show that that's where you stand. And then that's how usually in time your heart is changed. Once your heart is changed, it's hard to go back. I've It's possible, but it's hard to go back once the Lord gets in and changes your heart because your mind changes when you're transformed and you're renewed in the way you think. It's hard to go back and pretend like you don't. In a nutshell. But anyway, people, that's how simple it is, man. And so for those that are still tuning in with me, hit the thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. Let's end on a good word of prayer. I really enjoy being able to, to, to lift up the Lord in prayer. And, you know, for my prayer prayer warriors out there, I uh, appreciate you guys for jumping in. And then also, I'm going to try to figure out a way to get more people involved on the prayer tip. Because I know we got a lot of people out there that's anointed and that would love also to uh, connect on the prayer side. So I got to figure out a way how to do that. So, but anyway, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather this evening on a Thursday night to lift up the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you that in everything we do, we want to make sure we recognize you and honor you and glorify you because it is all because of you that we are here able to speak, breathe your air, live in your bodies and your earth and enjoy the blessings that you've given us while on this earth in this time frame. Father, we thank you for the season. We thank you for the wisdom and guidance you've given us. And we just thank you that you will continue to get the glory no matter what. Father, we will rejoice as your word says because that is what we are supposed to do. We will rejoice in you because you are good. We thank you for the advance and we ask you give us wisdom insight lord on how to share our faith with others to allow others to come to the same level of comfort and joy that we have in knowing that we are covered by the blood we ask it all in the name of jesus christ amen all right people all right i appreciate it man so yeah thanks for hanging out with me tonight and once again the whole idea of uh trying to provide a talk show where you guys can call in and share what's on your mind what's in your world is that we're able to reach more people. That's the whole idea. The goal is to reach more people for the opportunity of awakening them to what's going on really 
so that I'm, you know, this is not misinformation. This is not misinformation at all. We literally cover all gamuts of what is occurring, and we basically use common sense <laughs> and really to assess what is happening and just by basically using critical thinking looking at all sides of the, of the spectrum not just what we're told saying trust science these are the same people who say trust science same people that say there is no god you know come on now yeah for all my believers out there yeah trust the word before you trust science because science is supposed to validate the word that's usually how it goes but anyway so yeah point in case is you know invite a friend you know take some of the artwork from the channel or something like that take the video post it on your social media page send it to a loved one that you want to have connect with us get them plugged in whether it be on the financial side whether it be on the practical matters or whether it be on a spiritual element you know the goal is to reach more people and of course it takes more than just one so your help is needed in that sense if you guys are interested feel free to do that and uh definitely you know you'll you'll be blessed i must admit anyway be blessed be safe i'll see you guys tomorrow tomorrow at noon join us at noon for the Mike and Mario show. We're going to have a good show as always. Mr. Manico brings it all the time. And uh, I'm looking forward to connecting. So on that one, the thumbnail is already up right now. If you scroll down to this video, click on that, share that link, invite a friend there as well. The more the merrier. Let's have a party tomorrow. Be blessed, be safe. See you guys later. Peace.